Blog Talk Radio. Hi, this is Russ Terry, founder and CEO of Life Coach Radio Network. Today's sponsor is Audible.com, a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. Listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. Get a free audiobook when you sign up for a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. That's audibletrial.com slash lifecoachradio. And now, here's today's show. Hello, my friends. Yes. Hello, everyone. How is everyone today? Good afternoon, my East Coast friends. What is going on? How are you all? My name is Erica Wiederlight, and I am the host today of Shine School, and I am so, so jazzed, as you could probably hear in my voice, about really talking to you all about Shine School, about what we have. We have some really fun, really high-vibe stuff, and I'm so excited genuinely to connect to you all and to start talking about this stuff. It's going to be really good. Uh, So here we are, the first episode of Shine School. And today I really wanted to kind of focus on the meat and potatoes (laughs) of what I have planned for Shine School. So you understand like what this is about, why, you know, what's happening. So I really, today's kind of the meat and potatoes episode. And if we have time, I'd love to hear from some callers today. Um, So we'll fit fit that in as well. Uh, So awesome. If you've heard my voice before on the blog talk radio, you've probably heard me doing um, some roundtables before. And I was like, okay, it's, I feel like it's time. It's time for me to branch out. I really wanted to create something for my people, you know, for you guys, for you to feel held and supported and loved. Um, and that's kind of what Shine School really is about. The name comes from my company, which is We The Light. And our little tagline is, because life is brighter when we shine. Which is true. We life is brighter when we shine and we excel and we're happy and healthy. So that's kind of where the shine part came from, and the school part. Um, really, for me, I found I actually was having an epiphany when I was sitting on a plane one day, uh, and I was sitting on a plane and I kind of had this huge epiphany, like a obvious epiphany, but I was like, education is so freaking important. Um, But education in the self-help world is really important because I truly feel part of my mission is to spread this for everyone. Um, And what I've been seeing, and I'm sure you've seen this as well, I'd love to hear your opinion on this, but for me, I found that the self-help world is very saturated right now, which is great because that means it's working, it's happening, you know, things are going, like, great, I can't complain about that. However, when the market is so saturated, people are charging premium prices. And again, that's awesome. I believe and when you invest in yourself, things happen. I'm all about it. I support it 100%. However, I also want to be a rep for those people that can't pay those crazy prices. I feel we all deserve to shine, but we all deserve to have these resources. You know, they're meant for everyone. Everyone's meant to excel and do well, and that's my personal belief. So, you know, when I was thinking about this radio show, I was like, oh, shine, haha, that's that's cute or whatever. But for me, the school part, the education part, you know, came to me because I was like, we all deserve this. You know, we all deserve to have these resources for free. You know, we all deserve this. So I 
kind of came to it from that aspect. I really wanted my clients to have a place where they could have resources for my fans, for my friends, and for people that I wasn't connected with. I wanted them to have another voice that maybe they could identify with and be like, oh, hell yeah, like, I agree with that, and I'm, I hear her voice, and a part of me recognizes that, and a part of me feels transformed in that. So that's kind of where the education part came from. And obviously it's not like a boring education. <laughs> I'm sure you can tell that from the way I speak. I really like to infuse humor with pop culture, and I like to make it fun, but I do want you to leave feeling like, oh, wow, like <laughs> – that almost was like a coaching session or, oh, wow, that was almost like going to one of her events. Um, I want it to be accessible to everyone because I feel um, that's only fair, but, you know, especially in the world, what's happening right now, there's a lot of hate and there's a lot of anger and we need this, you know. So this was my way of showing up and serving a little bit more um, so it's accessible to everyone and everyone can do it. So that's kind of my little bit on how the shine school was created. And so I briefly talked about, you know, Oh, it's, you know, shine schools based off of we, the light. You're like, what? Okay, great. What is we, the light? So you can go to the website and it's www.www.wethelight.org. And this, and I'll talk about how this was created, but what this business is and what my business is, is it's a holistic-based business. So I am a sucker for the woo-woo. I love the woo-woo stuff. But I have the Reiki. Um, I'm a Reiki practice, practitioner. I also do, you know, yoga and meditation and essential oils and, you know, healthy eating and all of that. That's definitely incorporated in the business. Also, as you can guess, I do VIP one-on-one coaching sessions. I also do some online courses. Again, I did that so it's accessible to more people because I'm not always available, you know, but you always have that resource. Um, so some online courses there. And also I am a motivational speaker. Um, I don't lo- love the term motivational speaker, but you understand I go to events and I try to amp up the audience um, by really infusing these coaching systems that I learned, but with kind of an approachable, I think, an approachable, fun way of looking at it, you know, because um, I think that's important. You know, we're doing this deep work, and it's, sometimes it's important to be, to joke around and to have a light heart about it. So that's my approach to it. So that's We The Light. Again, if you want to check it out, go to wethelight.org, and you'll, you could totally be hooked up with all the goodies. I love to give free stuff away, as you probably can tell. Um, I'm all about that gift goody life. So I was talking to Russ Terry and you probably heard Russ in the beginning talking about audible.com. And I said before, I've been a guest, I've been a co-host on many of these shows before. So I always just come in and chime in. I'm like, Oh, this is my piece of advice, you know, and kind of tap out. And I was telling Russ, I was like, all right, so this is my idea to shine school. Um, oh, and P.S., this is a side note, the lineup is pretty sick, so I'm excited to share that with you all because it's really good. I have some really cool hosts, uh, really cool co-hosts, I should say, coming in for the show. I have some actors, professional actors. I have some activists, like really sick lineup, so stay tuned um, on that because you're going to be like, oh, these are some good guests. I'm going to get some free goodies. Like I really want to jam-pack that in there. But anyway, going back to the original story, so I was talking to Russ, and I was like, Russ, you know, this is this is the Shine School. This is my idea. And he's like, great, that's great. 
you know, like each episode focuses on a different person, you know, or a different topic. And we, you know, all about the quotes and real, but really having people leave, like I talked about before, feeling fulfilled, like they had a coaching session or something to that degree. Okay, cool. And he's like, great, that's perfect. I'm like, awesome. And so he's like, so what are you doing for your first episode? I'm like, great question. I was going to ask you that. What am I doing? What happens there? And he suggested, he was like, okay, so what I normally suggest is people go in and they tell their stories, you know, excuse me, I'm just going to cough for a second. You go and you share your story um, because that's how people relate. And that's how we can talk. And I really do believe this. And I keep going back to this, but how we can heal all that's going on is by talking about it. Um, And I'm not saying let's, you know, sit in it and wallow in our stories. No, I'm saying let's feel it. Let's, hell yeah let's heal it but like let's talk about it because so much we don't talk about and we stuff down and it's you know it's not cool or it's it's not accepted to talk about and it's like let's talk about this we're clearly having some stuff going on that needs to come to light you know it can't be healed in the darkness it can't be healed when it's when you don't express it um, or when you don't talk about it really. Um, so Russ was like, tell your story. And I was like, Oh God, you know, like <laughs> that's so vulnerable, you know? Um, yeah. You know, that's, it's a vulnerable place to go because again, it's, it's so much easier to be funny and to be lighthearted and let's joke around, you know, it's so much, it's so much nicer, honestly, but it's important to share our story. It's important to identify ourselves and others, you know, and say, dude, I've been there too. I, I understand, you know, and that's how healing, I think that's how oneness happens by recognizing ourselves and others, recognizing that all thoughts are joined, that we are one, you know, I think this is where it really starts. It's by begin, by beginning to be vulnerable. Um, I'm actually on a a Brene Brown kick recently. Um, I've been watching her YouTube videos like crazy I have to catch the books but uh she is so oh she speaks so beautifully about being vulnerable and that's that is where it's at you know that's where we can heal and that's where we can share parts of ourselves and I think we can avoid so much part of my French shit and trauma by just being vulnerable and being vulnerable with the right people, I should say. I'm not saying go and share your story with someone you don't trust, um, but it's really about finding those people you trust and love and letting them hold the space for you because we so often don't let people share the space for us, you know, hold the space for us because it's uncomfortable to share our story. So I'm going to stop procrastinating and I'm going to share my story. Uh, (laughs) So, my story of how I got here, how I, you know, came to a holistic lifestyle to came, you know, being a life coach on this channel um, is at the beginning, I guess, you know, when I was born, <laughs> I guess you could start it from there. No, but seriously, I, it's interesting because I was this kid, if you can imagine, um, this like little chubby kid with like ginormous Harry Potter glasses 
running in her cul-de-sac with her wet speedo, like screaming, yelling, just like having the time of her life. Like Spider-Man ice cream in hand, like dripping down, like just a mess, but like so happy to be alive. Um, And I really got it. Like I really, really got it. And I was so tapped in. I was so alive. I was so such a carefree kid. Like I I got it. And on the same token, it's kind of interesting because it's it's a little bit opposite, kind of. But I also then had this part of me that was very calm and very namaste as a six-year-old because I was, like, a hyperactive, as as you could tell, I was a hyperactive child actress. And then, like, I could turn and also be very namaste, um, which is kind of, which is kind of amazing. But I... I requested to my parents, like, as a six-year-old, and let me just preface this. This was before this was cool. Like, now it's cool to do yoga. Now it's, like, really cool to be vegan. And, like, again, I'm all about it. But this was, like, before it was cool. And I remember I would tell my mom, I was like, Mom, you have to take me to Organico. I need kale, you know. (laughs) Like, I need Rodney Yee's VCR tapes, his yoga tapes. I need my morning yoga. And, like, again, before it was cool. And my mom, let me just preface again, but I grew up, as you can tell, you can tell a lot of things in this episode, but you can tell uh, northern New Jersey. Jersey, Jersey strong. And, uh, and my parents are both from New York. My mom is from the Bronx. So when her child told her that she wanted to go to Organico and do yoga, she was like, what the hell are you talking about? You know, and she was like, what are you talking about? Who is Rodney Yee? What is yoga? You know, what is kale chips? You know, what is all this thing, these Reiki and these things you want to do? Is this witchcraft? And I'm like, oh, my God, no, you know. So it was it was very different. Um, but they were very accepting. My parents, God bless them, they're very, have been and have always been very accepting of whatever path I'm going down. So I had that part of me, and I really was connected to it. You know, I was really connected to this 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 spirit, you can say, and like I said, I started to share. I was very vocal about sharing that. I wore my heart on my sleeve. Um, I was I was very empathic. Like I was, you know, I wanted to connect with people. You know, when you're a kid, it's very raw. It's very there. Um, but I grew up in an area that was very about the exterior. So what was recognized and what was cool and admirable was how much money you made, how successful you were, what you looked like. So by the time I was a kid, it was very common for me to to identify with name brands, to identify with, do I need plastic surgery? You know, all of these things that a kid should not really experience was totally part of my norm. So me being this, like, little harry potter kid you know this little kid who is very want to connect with people and want to have real conversations and who was a theater kid it was not cool this wearing your heart on your sleeve was not cool and it was not what was looked at as respected because you know that wasn't a thing so i quickly learned unfortunately to lose that and i started to disconnect with that really quickly And I hid from that because I was like, oh, no, that, you know, that will make me seem like not cool. You know, I want to hide from that. So I hid and I hid and I hid from that. And I started to build this, like, 
seriously like this other person. It was, it really was my ego coming out and talking to me, but this like alter ego and like she was cool and she was about this and about that, you know, and it was like, it's, it's, it's ill. Um, I, no hate on my past self. I have a lot of empathy for her. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't me. I was building a character, um, and I was an actress, so I was good at building a character, but I was building a character in whom I thought people would love. Um, and it had nothing to do with if I thought I was, if I was okay. I didn't check in with, hey, Erica, are you doing okay? Nope. It was all about what I thought, which you, it's just an impossible task. Um, but they say that the ego always has you keep going, you know, never wants you to find gold. It always wants to keep going. But, uh, you know, I created this person, this person that wasn't real and she was mean and she was nasty and it, it just, it went south real quick. And by the time I was in college, I totally had this person up and running, you know, she was up, she was running, you know, this is my personality, you know, this is my thing, this is my shtick. And it's so gross, you know, it, it, it feels like you're like, Oh God, you know, it doesn't feel good. Um, and again, a lot of empathy towards that, towards that part of myself, no joke. Um, I took a while to look, you know, cause sometimes it can be painful to look back at that person. I'm sure you identify, you know, you're like, Oh no, I don't want to look back at that person. It's so embarrassing, but I've made peace with her. She's, she's, uh, she's cool in her own right, you know, in ways that she didn't think was cool. She, she did it up, but, um, yeah, so that, that was that ego that I, I created. And by the time, like I said, by the time I was, uh, to college, I was the numbing expert. I was the numbing expert and I knew how to numb the pain. I knew how to avoid, I knew how to hide, I knew how to, you know, I hid, and I hid in this role, really, this ego, this person that I've created, this character I created for myself, I hid in her, Um, and I was really good at getting numb, I was really good at avoiding what was painful, and I did that in an assortment of ways, you know, I over-shopped, I spent money on everything, just just as a way to avoid, I over-ate, I over-drank, then I would do the opposite, I would under-eat, I would overwork out, you know, I, I just wanted to avoid, I didn't want to deal with what was in front of me. Um, and this went on, you know, lots of stuff went on, um, after I graduated and, you know, like I said, I was doing professional acting and I brought this to the table, which is so interesting, you know, (laughs) you kind of want to look back at, you know, it's so interesting to think about, but I definitely brought this part to that, you know, Oh, I had like a chip on my shoulder. I don't know why, but I, you know, had this edge. Um, and then 2012 rolled around and I like to say it was the worst year for my ego and the most important as of now, or the most transformative for my soul, for my spirit. And 2012 was a real, a real B. Like it was, it was hell. It was hell. Um, there was a lot of trauma. Um, within months of each other, I had three really rock star friends pass away. Some dear, dear, awesome guys. I had them, and totally unrelated, three friends pass away. Um, you know, it's just very traumatic. Then I had, I was dealing with like a kind of touched on before I was dealing with an eating disorder where I 
lost a severe amount of weight very unhealthily because I wanted to hide because dealing with these deaths, I thought, oh, well, I can diet my way, you know, back, back, you know, it, it, it gave me, or I thought that I had control. I thought that I had control because, you know, I don't, you think you have control because, oh, I'm working out. So I have control of the situation I'm eating. I'm monitoring everything I'm eating. So I have control. Um, and I took it to the extreme and that's how I thought I was dealing with these deaths. Um, so I got myself in a really unhealthy place, really mentally too, from that eating disorder. It really took a toll on me mentally. Um, and after that, really while I was dealing with that, uh, I, my mom, I should say, was diagnosed with chronic lymphomic leukemia, which is cancer. And after that, my boyfriend, who was someone that I really saw like a really deep future, you know, you're like, oh, this is it, you know, this is, this is the person, um, which was not the person, God bless to him, sending lots of love, but not, not the person. But at the time, I thought it was the person, um, and that was over. That that relationship ended. So I was like, "What is ha- like actually? What is hap- Like what's happening? My life is literally crumbling to pieces." Um, and the acting career, it was going, then it was stagnant, then it was going, then it was this. So it, it there was like, it was just really patchy. It wasn't a good time. Um, and from that experience. I, of course, was like, you know, you're in such the pits of hell (laughs) that you're like, okay, I have to make it. I have to do something. Um, I have to take some action to get out of here. And I was dire to see the light at the end of the tunnel. I was, I was desperate to see it. Um, And actually what, how I started that was kind of through my mom because, excuse me, what happened was when my mom was diagnosed with the, with the cancer, my first, you know, when after dealing with it, my first reaction was, or I should say my second reaction was, okay, how are we going to deal with this? Well, let's deal with this. Let's go to the root. Like, let's deal with this holistically. And it's like, Rika, Rika, what? Like, this is coming from the girl, like binge eating, binge drinking, like, you're going to try to deal with this with essential oils and, you know, like through a mindful diet, you know, through vegan, like everyone's like, work out, work out. Like, I'm sorry, where the hell did that come from? And it, it it came out of me, you know what I mean? And I really was connected to that part of myself, like that little girl, you know, with the shops and, you know, with the, with the organic shops and the yoga, I was like connected again. Like it, it, it came out of me like, I was like, where the hell did that come from? But I was like, all right, I'm going to go with it. So we started to really research and get into the holistic, you know, the holistic healthcare and go those avenues and look into herbs and holistic practices, and acupuncture. And that journey in itself has been so fascinating and cool. And guys, like the miracle stories in that are crazy. Like they are, oh my God, it can make me cry. Like, the people that showed up, the things that showed up, you know, and you say like out of the blue, but like, it wasn't out of the blue, like the support and the love that happened, um, or, and that continues to happen really is so incredible. So that is a story in itself, but that's for another day. Um, but it really, it really was, it's wild. Um, 
and it's amazing. So from that whole thing, you know, from that whole experience, I started to get hooked on learning. Of course, you know, I was fueled to help my mom. And then I was like, oh, my God, I love this stuff. I love this stuff. Um, I started to learn about Reiki, essential oils, eating, and then, you know, it's all connected. So you hear from this, and then you go to this workshop, and then this person recommends this workshop to this workshop to this workshop. Um, and then I start to get really into the self-help world, you know, because it kind of it aids itself with holistic health care. And I was like, I love this. This is awesome. And I started to heal all of the stuff, you know, a lot of the pain that happened in that year, that 2012 year. And, of course, all of the pain and stuff that happened before that, you know. And that's why I said I'm at a point where I could look at, past college Erica and be like, all right, girl, you know, I still love you. You know, or in the past I'd be like, Ooh, I don't want to, I don't want to look, you know, it's so, it's so much. Um, but through that journey, I got to, I got to look at it, you know, I got to heal and I got to look at it. Uh, so that was really cool. Like that was really cool um, to experience that. And I'm still always experiencing this, this world and learning and growing through it. So, that has been that. And from, and from there I was hooked, you know, I was still acting professionally and I would, I guess I didn't call them clients. I don't know what I I just had people come to my house. Like very, (laughs) like I was just like, all right, I, I don't know. I feel guided to do this. And it started like real grassroots, you know, like I said, like I had people at my house and I would do workshops and it was like totally just cause I loved it. And I totally was like, this is awesome. It's, en- it's encompassing everything I love. It's like, it's acting, it's speaking, it's healing, it's helping people. And I was like, this is the thing, you know, this is it. Um, and you know, I met a freaking amazing people on the path, you know, once you're open to it, they all just come in, you know? So Again, many, lots of millions of mini stories there of like crazy synchronicities. Um, and I read today, synchronicities is the universe saying yes. So the universe was saying yes, yes, you know, and I felt totally guided um, to the next chapter, to the next chapter, to the next chapter. Um, and this grassroots thing like kind of took off. And I absolutely in my life had no intention of starting a business. Like I was like, I'm going to be an actress, not that, you know. Um, and like so dead set on being an actress and that's great. But I was like, there is nothing else in this world. Um, and when this grassroots thing started to take off, I, I literally woke up and I was like, Oh, I'm going to have to make this a business. Like I want to make this a business. You know, I want, I'm ready. This is happening. Um, which (laughs) so unexpected, but it happened. Um, and we, the light, you know, started to, you know, I gave birth to that, you know, I gave birth to that and a lot of creative projects from that, you know, from speaking gigs to this and that, you know, We the Light is the main vessel of that and it comes, like I said, different courses and all this stuff. So it just started to happen. It started to unfold. It was like really, when I look back, I was like, that was like a real magical process. You know, <laughs> like that was real magical um, because I wasn't trying to control it, you know, I had no, I was just open. I was like, take me where I need to go, you know? Um, <laughs> excuse me. I'm just here to, here to spread the light. And I feel like when you're a service, whew, you are, the success just is second nature, just comes. So that's kind of my cliff notes, not really two cliff notes, but cliff notes story of, of how I got here. Um, and I'm actually going to take a little tea sip 
so I am not rasping all over you. Give me one second. Great. <clears throat> Perfect. So that's kind of like the cliff notes of my story. And it really created a mission inside of me. You know, it wasn't about, like I said, it wasn't, I had no intention of creating a business. So it wasn't money fueled. It was very service fueled. I was like, I want to serve, you know, and this is how I want to serve. And I do really believe that we all are meant to serve in our own ways. You know, I'm not saying you all have to open up a holistic based business. You know, your service might be through your art or through, you know, your accounting. It's, we all are meant to serve. And I think that when we focus on others and helping others and helping them rise, I mean, the rest is just, it's just easy breezy, you know, it just comes, it comes naturally. So the coach in me kind of wants to encourage you to, to really honor your story. <coughs> Excuse me, allergies. Um, really encourage you to honor your story. Oh, and I forgot to add the cute little ending of my story is that <laughs> In through all of this, I am really happy to say that I finally reconnected to that little girl with that little girl, you know, that freaking carefree ice cream down her, but so alive, so happy, so joyous, and yet so calm and peaceful and aligned. And I'm really happy that I have, you know, I, I abandoned her. I left, let her in the dust. You know, I left her in the dust. I was like, sorry, you're not cool. And I'm really happy to say that I've, come back to her and I let her be because she got it you know she got it as a six-year-old so she's my model you know she's my model every day have fun you know live enjoy be present to all of the freaking awesome stuff that's around you the love that's in front of you behind you around you be present to that and also her you know little mini Erica wisdom on like grace and presence and divinity and something above us like she got it. So I'm really happy to say that I'm reunited with that part of myself. Um, and I'm connected with her and I, I she is my model and I, for living for life. And that's why I, I, I wanted to say that because I think it's a nice bookmark of the story to, to bookmark that. And with the beginning, but also I want you, I want you like, what is your story? What is, your truth, you know, uh, I, w I really encourage that for you to write it out. And, and again, I don't believe getting stuck in the story, meaning, you know, I don't, I don't encourage being stuck in the victim because it's easy to be like, Oh my God, you know, my mom has this and I had an eating disorder and, or, you know, and I had these deaths and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not saying let's not feel it because those are very traumatic and those feelings are very real and they are meant to be felt and they are meant to be worked through. You know, so I'm not saying like let's identify with these stories. However, let's not pull in our a college Erica, love to her, and let's not stuff it down. You know, like let's really look at it. And when you look at your story, you're first of all, you're going to be like, Oh, hell yeah. Like, I am a badass. I'm a warrior. And it doesn't take traumatic things to happen for you to be a badass. You know, and I really encourage you to look what got you to this point. You know, some questions to ask, like, what got me to this point? Why did I want to make a change? Like, clearly you're here, you're listening to a, a, a personal development channel. 
like there's something in you that wanted to make a change. So like, why did you make a change? Is it because you knew you deserved better? You know, go through those questions. I feel like this is the core of it. And what got you to this place listening to this crazy girl talk about, you know, talking about self-help? Like, what got you to this place, this wonderful place? But what got you here? Like, why did you want this change? You know, what did you see in you that you're like, I deserve better. I deserve better. And something that I love, Oprah says it so well because it's Oprah. Uh, and I'm going to misquote it, but let's just go with me on this journey. Oprah says something to the effect like, you know you've healed the situation or you know you can look at the situation and feel grateful for it. So let, let me break this down. Meaning, like I said before, when I used to look at the Erica story, the Erica College story, I, it was so uncomfortable. I was like, oh, no. You know, like, someone help me. Like, it hurts my heart. I feel awkward. I feel uncomfortable. No, thank you. But now through working on it, you know, working, really trying to deeply heal this stuff, all this stuff that came with it, I can look at that situation and be grateful for it. You know, I can look at 2012, that year that was so tremendously painful, and I'm not taking away the pain. I'm not taking away the suffering of it. It was there. It was present for sure, you know, and I'm not trying to, inval- I'm not trying to invalidate that and being like, oh, it, you know, it was nothing. No, no, it was something. But I can look back and say, and I'm grateful. That was, that was a hell. That was a hell. And yet I'm grateful. And yet I'm grateful. You know, I, I don't want to relive any of that, but there is, I can look at some of, the, some of that situation with gratitude and say, that pushed me to my next step because I was living so unconscious, so unhappy, so miserable. And that, though it was so painful, made me wake up and made me inspired and made me connected to my mission and made me want to live moment to moment and be mindful of my happiness. So we want to get to that point. And if you're not at that point, do not fret. You know, like it's, it might be too close to the cuff. Uh, but the goal is to get at the end of the tunnel and look back and say, Woof, you were a son of a gun. You were a tricky minx. And yet... And yet, I still am grateful for you. A part of me, or a part of this situation, still has gratitude. Does that make sense? Do you get me? And I'm not saying like I'm not saying avoid. I'm not saying, you know, hide in it. But I'm saying recognizing part of it, and saying, well, damn, thank you, because it got me here. <sighs> so it's a lot. <laughs> talking about some deep stuff and again I'm going to take a little a little tea sip here but I want you to start really to start to think while I take a sip of my tea um, about your story and again let's not identify with the victim or with the trauma again let's feel it we know it's oh, it's it's some rich heavy stuff but what do you want and what what do you you know what let me ask you while I take the sip What do you want? How do you want to feel? Really take that one in. How do you want to feel every day? And how do you want to show up? Think about that.
So how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel? Happy, joyous, successful, beautiful, full, and, you know, enjoyed, enjoyed, (laughs) you can feel enjoyed, pleasure, (laughs) happy, silly, you know, giddy. How do you want to feel? And I encourage you to write a list. Write a list on your phone. It doesn't need to be anything formal. Write a list on your phone. How do I want to feel? How do I want to show up? What do I want? Because we could talk about goals and we could sit here and I could say, what do you want? You know, what do you want to put on your vision board? And like, hell yeah, let's, let's snap some vision boards. But beyond the vision board, beyond putting that picture of a Mercedes Benz or that beach house on that vision board, there's a core desired feeling underneath that. Okay, take that in. So there is a core desired feeling under that thing, that thing that you think you want. You want that relationship. Why? Because you want love. You want respect. So let's go past the material stuff and go to the feelings. What do you want to feel? What do you want to feel? Love, loved appreciated, joyed, important, special, successful, enough, heard, worthy. Yeah, go off of that. Go a li- What do you want to feel? What do you want? What do you want out of this life, you know? Sometimes we kind of go on the treadmill of life and we don't even stop and reflect. You know, we just keep going, keep going, keep going. It's like, hold up, hold up. Well, how do you want to feel? How do you want to feel? And then Try to feel those things, you know, try to, try to tap into those things, try to go towards those things. Um, it's really important. That's really important. I really encourage you guys to do that. And I'm actually going to, when we talk in the next show, I'm going to take callers in and I want to hear some of your feelings that you're, that you're feeling. So stay tuned for that. Uh, so, yeah, that's really important. Like, that's the core of this all. That's the core. How do you want to feel? And then I talked a little bit about stories. You know, we have our personal stories. Okay, our personal stories got us here. I think our personal stories are really important because we identify with one another. Oh, my gosh, I have the same thing. You see the oneness in one another. You can connect with one another. Great. I love personal stories. So important. Hell, yeah, snaps to them. Okay. So personal stories are a little different. Have you ever heard of stories? So if someone says, oh, what's your money story or what's your love story? What's your relationship story? Okay, so if you don't know the definition, I'll give you a little, a little, uh, a little bit about it. Okay, so a story is something that you tell yourself. A story, Hansel and Gretel, Peter Pan. You know, it's made up. It's a story. We're storytellers. So we tell ourselves stories you know we tell ourselves stories that was very enthusiastic um but we tell ourselves stories and unfortunately sometimes what happens it's it's the human brain you know we go down that route we tell ourselves negative stories an example let's go with the money story oh i oh i love those shoes but i can't afford those oh i don't have enough money oh i'll never do this because i don't have enough money you know or i'll never earn this money i'm always going to be poor that's too much money whatever or relationships. Oh, I never could have someone that takes care of me like that. You know, oh, I want a really attractive guy, but I'm not pretty enough. Whatever. You get what I'm saying. We go down those routes. Okay? We go down those 
those avenues. And I want you, this is really important, I want you to start to notice and be mindful of those stories that we tell ourselves. Because like I said, just like Hansel and Gretel, you create the story. You are your own storyteller. So you're telling yourself this story. It's a story. It's not the truth. You know, in spirituality, we're taught that, and take it or leave it, but I think it's, I'm going to take it. I think it's pretty good. You know, we're taught that our truth is love. Our truth is that we are in, when we are in alignment, we're, it's love. It's love. It's bliss. That's how this was, this is, that's why this was created. Um, and these stories are deep, you know, we kind of, they take us off the road and we create negative stories. So it's like, let's change the script. Let's flip the script and let's tell a positive story. Let's tell ourselves a positive story. So you're like, okay, that's great. How the hell do I do that? So this is what you're going to do. You're going to be mindful. At the core of all of this, I'm going to save you thousands of dollars of spiritual self-help. At the core of all of this stuff is mindfulness, is presence. Okay? Whew. Breathing in the present moment. So, <laughs> so it's mindfulness. It's being really, really present to the here and now. So when you are mindful, when you're present of your thoughts, you're going to hear some stuff. So you're going to hear when you're walking down the street, you're going to start to notice you not being so nice to yourself. And when you start to hear it, at first you're going to be like, oh, no, I'm very mean to myself. Again, don't attack yourself with judgment. How, why am I so mean? Blah, blah, blah. It's just adding more layers of judgment and negativity to yourself. But just notice. And, and you're going to hear some stuff that's, not so nice. So notice, be mindful. And I want you just to, this is a little side note, I want you to think when you start to hear, especially for the first couple of times, the negative self-talk, I want you to imagine you are saying this, well, first of all, you're saying this to yourself, but imagine you saying this to little you. You know, imagine you saying this to a child. That is so mean. You would never do that, right? So why are we doing it to ourselves? Why? You wouldn't say that to someone else. You might, th- you might think it sometimes, but you, you wouldn't say that to someone else. That's really mean and destructive. So why is it okay to say it to ourselves? It's, it's not. It's not. So I want you to be mindful. Ooh, I would never say that to little Erica. I'm going to rewind that, that tape. So you start to notice, okay? So these are the steps. You start to notice what is being said. And you, you know, without judgment, as least judgment as possible, because apparently that is the highest form of intelli- intelligence, <laughs> is in all seriousness. So when, without, when you notice without judgment, that is the highest form of intelligence. So it's going to take some brain power, but you totally can do it. You got it. So start to notice. You're mindful. You're noticing your thoughts. Ooh, they're a little tacky. They're a little judgy. You are going to stop them in their tracks. So you can, you know, you're walking down the street. You can almost envision a stop sign. You could, an, a red X. And be present. Be like, yo, whoa, I went to crazy town there. You know, that was, that was, got a little crazy. And that's okay. That's okay. I'm going to forgive myself. You know, let yourself off the hook. That's not the truth about me. The truth is that I'm love. You know, kind of give yourself, like, whatever pep talk feels good to you. The truth is that I'm love. I'm not this money story. I'm not this relationship story. So I'm just going to stop this. I'm going to hold this story in action. And I'm actually going to reverse it. <laughs> and you're going to reverse your story right there, right now. So pretend walking down the street, walking down the street. Oh, I wish I could wear those shoes. 
but I can't afford it. Stop sign. Stop it. Oh, okay. No worries. I, I, there's some money story coming up. That's cool. I'm actually going to reverse it. I know that I can afford it or flip it whatever way. I, I am worth those shoes. I'm abundant. I'm rich. I'm a millionaire. Whatever feels good to you. Actually, and that's actually the thing, because it's not always going to feel good to you. Because if you're telling yourself a money story, I can never afford this, and then I'm asking you to flip it and say, I'm a millionaire, your ego is going to be like, that's really funny that you're trying to flip the script that much. I know that's not the truth. But the point of these affirmations is to make that the new norm, to make that the new story. So, of course, at first, you're going to be like, that is BS. You know, and you don't believe it, and it's, it can be painful at first, you know, when you're, when you're trying to learn to really love yourself and accept yourself, and you're like, but I love myself, you know, but it's, it's, it's really, it's so worth it, guys. <clears throat> this work, excuse me again, this work is really worth it and important. So at first, you, there might be some resistance coming up, and that's just the ego it's a, the ego doesn't want you to do this work. It wants you to stay small. But I know if anything, any of those feelings that you wrote down in those core desired feelings, if you wanted to feel joy, if you wanted to feel successful, if you wanted to feel happy or abundant, then this is the work to do. It's work, you know, it's, and it's, it's not hard work, you know, it's just mindful work. It's about being present and it's your egos to be like, you don't have to do that. You know, oh, don't worry. You don't, you'll be okay. Yeah, you'll be okay. But do you want to coast? No. I know you don't want to coast. I know you want to have a baller, badass life. <laughs> I do. I know you have, you want something more. So this is the way to get more. It's about changing the story. So again, it might be uncomfortable. Some resistance might be coming. I don't want to tell myself I'm a millionaire. Again, whatever works for you. But I don't want to tell myself that I'm a money magnet. But let's start that story. You know, let's start that new positive Hansel and Gretel. And let's start that new positive story. Because what happens is, and this is a quick little science, you know, not my area of expertise, but my little science tip of the day is what happens scientifically, because you might be, you know, your ego might have some resistance around this and be like, this is woo-woo. It's woo-woo, but also there's some science evidence here. And what happens is our subconscious is not like a lie detector. It believes what you tell it. So if you say, I'm unworthy, subconscious is like, okay. Or if you say, I am worthy, subconscious is like, okay. It doesn't fight you. It takes what it gets and it processes. So our job is to be very mindful and to be very disciplined in what we tell our subconscious. Because what happens is subconscious, it goes, it processes what you told it, I am worthy. It tells consciousness, it's from consciousness, and consciousness projects out into what's happening in your life oh my god you know like that is so that's ah it's cool but it's like whoa I I do have control so you do have control it just takes that mindful disciplined mind and it can be fun it's not like a scary discipline it's fun discipline to try and kind of change your thoughts uh about this so you can really you're going to start to see it you're going to start to feel better subconscious consciously but also your exterior is going to change you're going to feel so good and you deserve to hear these stories. So that's kind of the, the, science, the science, you know, the Dull Nye Science Guy uh, fun fact of the day. You know, <laughs> the subconscious does not fight you. It does not fight you. So you can be like, well, why, you know, I guess I am unworthy. 
No, it doesn't fight you. It's not going to fight you. So it is your responsibility to tell it things, to feed the script, clear out the junk that you've been telling it, and start to tell it the truth that you're loved, that you are worthy, that you are enough. You know, all these things that you need to tell itself, start to retell those stories so it could come out in your exterior. Like, that's really powerful. That's really powerful, and that's really cool. And this is not like a life hack tip. You know, this is a tip that we're going to be working on all the time because mindfulness is moment to moment. Presence is in the present. You know, so some days it's going to not be there. Sometimes you're going to go unconscious, but you can always go back to it. It's not like the day is destroyed. The day is not ruined. You just go back. You just go back, and you go back moment to moment. And if you lose it, you go back. It's not a big deal. But the work is really worth it. It's really, it's really, really good. And I'm so excited to talk to you. <coughs> Excuse me. Next week, reconnect. I'm excited to talk to you and hear how you doing, you know, what's coming up for you and how I can hold the space for you. And I, again, I told you I'm, a, I'm on a Brene Brown kick, but I'm also on a Tony Robbins kick a little bit. I'm just like watching everything on YouTube and uh, <laughs> I want to get ready in the morning. And Tony made this really good point. And he said that the brain was built, the brain, the brain was constructed for survival thousands and thousands of years ago. Think of the cavemen. You know, they were, they were thinking about survival. And so that's where the brain is. You know, when we're in alignment, our soul is, you know, of course, our spirit is love and happiness and joy and all those, you know, great delicious feelings. But our brain is wired for survival. So it, it is our responsibility to be disciplined in regards to our happiness. You know, and it's such a shame because we hear, you know, I hear all the time people are like, something's wrong with me because I'm not happy. And I'm like, no, no, like, that's not it. You know, it, it, we need to be taught a little bit to take action in our happiness. And that doesn't mean putting our happiness out on others. Uh, I don't know if this resonates with you. Um, you can give me a little woohoo if <laughs> this resonates with you, but putting your happiness out. So, oh, well, when I lose the 30 pounds, I'm going to be so happy. Oh, when I get the boyfriend, I'm going to be so happy. When I get that white Mercedes Benz on my vision board, I'm going to be so happy. Yeah, those things are, like, real cool, you know, and you're probably going to feel, like, joy. But for a moment, for a moment, happiness is in the present. And, again, it's a discipline. You know, it's a fun discipline, but it's a discipline. It's coming back to it. You know, and placing our happiness in people, in food, in places. Yeah, they're there. Of course they're there. But it's when we're in alignment. It's when we're tapped in. It's when we're tuned in. And you make your own happy. You know, you really make your own happiness. Um, and I want you to start to recognize that, you know, and to say, I have all of the tools inside of me. And you're going to realize, oh, my God, I am so powerful. I am so powerful. And just because I love to, and we're coming to a close here, I want to end, um, or I want to start to wrap up on uh, a quote, a good old quote. And the quote says, the quote, <laughs> the quote says, happiness is in your nature. It is not wrong to desire it. What is wrong is seeking it outside of yourself when it's inside of you. So stop seeking it 
outside of yourself when it's in you. It's in you. The whole universe is in you. You know, the whole universe is in you. But it takes some discipline, and it's really easy to put our happiness on hold. It's really easy to put our checklist and our to-do list on the front forward, and we're always constantly checking in with that. But I encourage you and I challenge you to say, what if I rated my success today on how I loved myself? Or what if I rated how successful I was today on how happy I was today in the moment? How happy, I, how I brought happiness to the most boring job or how I brought happiness to oh, the DMV, you know, or to a situation that you don't find enjoyable. You know, and the to-do lists and the those things are important and they're great and they help us get our goal. But what about basing our success off of how happy we were. Ooh, breathe that one in. And instead of going to bed being like, oh, I have to do that email, I have to write that PDF, I have to, you know, call the doctor for the kids. <sighs> okay, was I successful today in my happiness? Yeah. You know, I could have, you know, I could have did this here, but that's okay. I did the best I could. I really tried to be happy today. And I was disciplined. I really disciplined my mind. I was mindful of my thoughts. And I'm really starting to like myself, and I'm changing the story. I'm rewriting the story, and I know I deserve happiness, and I know I deserve success and abundance and love. I hope that really resonates with you, because um, it is. It's I threw a lot at you. <laughs> I threw a lot at you, uh, but it's a it's a powerful it's powerful work. It really is powerful work, and this was so much fun, guys. <laughs> this was so much fun. I'm just looking at my last minute notes here and I'm just like this was so fun um but yeah I'm here for you you know this like I said this is this is powerful work you know it doesn't happen in a day it's that's why I'm here that's why the shine school is here to educate you to hold you and the cool thing is we I go back on air June 27th mark it in your calendars your planners uh June 27th at 2 p.m so you can live call in and be like, hey, Erica, so I did that mindful thing, or hey, I did this thing, and blah, blah, blah. We'll talk about it. We'll have some time to talk about it on air. Or if you can't make it live, the cool thing is I'm going to open my email to myself and my staff, and you can email us at info at org, and that is info at org. Email me and say, hey, girl, uh, this is what's happening and I will be able to respond, and I'll be, I will either respond to it via email or I'll bring it to the show. So it's you're supported here. It's not like I'm giving you advice and I'm like, bye, good luck, you know. <laughs> Go out, practice this, and know that I'm going to be here June 27th. You have something to lean on. Start the practice, you know. Start. How many days is that? It's like two weeks. You know, make this like your little detox. Make this your challenge for the two weeks, and let's come back June 27th and talk about it. Or like I said, if you can't make the show, email me. Tell me your progress and then catch the show after. The shows are always pre-recorded, just a heads up. Or not pre-recorded. The shows are always recorded. So you can go back into Blog Talk Radio and you could find, you could listen to the shows a million times over and over and over. So there you go. Know that you're supported, you're loved, you're cared for. I'm, I'm serious about this. I'm here for you. And my team, my whole team is here for you to hold you up. Uh so I'm excited. June 27th at 2. We'll talk. We'll chat. We'll chew. Uh, <laughs> and it's going to be great. And if you want support in the meantime, like I said, I'm here via email. 
You go to the website, wethelight.org. I'm here over social media. And follow our social media because it's fun, you know, and you want to start looking for those fun, lighthearted things. Instagram is, the handle is at wethelight underscore LLC. I believe that's the same for Twitter, so wethelight underscore LLC. And it's same for Facebook. Follow us on those places. Get some daily inspiration. It's free. It's fun. Hit us up on social media. And we're here to support you. You know, I'm here to, I'm here really for you to lean on me in, in all seriousness. Um, and if this was something that felt good to you or resonated with you, go to the website. I am actually launching right now or <clears throat> continuing to launch um, a free consultation. It's a free hour. And we get to talk about all the stuff that, is holding you back, you know, so we have that whole hour to talk about what's holding you back, and we kind of switch, like we talked about, flip the switch, and it's really intense, and it's really good, and it's free, so why not, uh, and you can get that information, <coughs> excuse me, at wethelight.org, so hop on over there, see what it's about, get some free goodies, you could talk to me for free, why not, it's fun, and I just want to leave you with, um, oh, I have to leave with two things, actually, if an, another uh, person that I want to promote, she is fabulous, guys. She's really great. She's a doll. And this is Coach Linda. And if you feel inspired today, if you're like, yes, I feel jazzed, I want to listen to more self-help things, I want to be in high vibration, check out Linda. She is doing a talk tomorrow. Um, it's called Making Inspired Choices. And she is on tomorrow at noon. And, again, you could live stream. That's probably best. But also she's there, you know, if you want to listen to it after. And it's open mic night tomorrow. So, uh, uh, yeah, tomorrow, yep. So, and she just, she's great. She's great. So you call in and you just talk and that's perfect. You know, you could be like, hey, I just was, you know, on Erica's show. I was on Erica's show and I did this. So Linda's there to support you too. She's fabulous. She's a great coach. So she's going to have a great show tomorrow. If you're free, definitely catch that out. It's going to be awesome. So that's my little bit. That's my little business bit. We the light and Linda over there. And I really want to go out and, you know, wish you a really good day, a really good day of being mindful of recognizing your story, recognizing that you are a badass, like you are a warrior and you, not an aggressive warrior, <laughs> a light warrior. And you're amazing. And I'm not just blowing smoke up you know, up your butt, just to say it. But you're amazing, and you have so much to offer to this world um, wherever you are in your journey. You know, you just, by showing up and by being happy, if you want peace for yourself and for this world, that is where it begins. Peace begins with you. Peace begins with you. So start to tap in. Start to tap in and help yourself feel good. Be mindful. Be mindful of all of the beauty. Oh, my God, guys, all of the beauty that is around you. Be mindful. Let's switch that script. If it's a negative sw script, let's switch it. Let's switch the script to a positive one. So go out. Have a freaking awesome day. Sorry, I almost just got excited. I almost let a loose one there. <laughs> have a great day. Have so much fun. Be mindful. Love yourself make a great story and have fun and know as always life is so much brighter when you shine i love you all sending so much love you are a rock star i love you catch you next week bye guys